This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, what's up? This is Dan. This is Kelly. And in my hands right now, this is real. Mm-hmm. I am holding a White Castle gift card that we got as a semi-joke wedding gift mm-hmm. that we have never used. And we're going to give it away. Who gave us that, that wedding Connor gift? Connor O'Malley. <laughs> He's the number one prankster of the of America. Connor yeah. O'Malley got us a fucking gift certificate for, and we don't eat fucking meat. I mean, don't I don't meat, know. And also, we had a vegetarian no White wedding. Castle in California. There's no White Castle in California. So we're going to give it away on the podcast. Yes. We did one contest before. We gave away some oatmeal to Isn't a very lucky guy. Isn't it for $50 It's too? a $50 White Castle gift card. Oh. And what we're asking you guys to do <laughs> is send us an email to littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com. And attach a photo of a hamburger. Any hamburger, and we will decide on a winner, and we will mail you... This gift card. The gift card. And guys, we do look at littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com, because we recently got some cool emails from a guy who is address is just Borosa, or Bor USA. I don't know, but he's... British, and he wants us to learn more about the royal family. Barossa. He said we have a that. lot to learn, and then he gave us a link. And we got a guy who he recently said wrote to us. He said Pip at the end, too. He did say Pip Pip, which is very British. That so makes me him. know that he's British, yeah. And then we got a guy uh, named Noah who sent us an email that said he's a huge fan of the podcast. Thanks, Noah. And that we these cold opens, which this one is truthful, are normally total lies. So we do, in fact, like pranks. We love pranks, even guys. Even though we didn't realize that we did. We do like So, them. Noah, thanks for pointing that out. This is actually not a prank, though. This is not a prank. This is an example of a cold open where we're being legit. But this usually our cold opens, our beginnings, are little skits where we lie to you. LittlePuppyQuestions at gmail.com. White Castle gift card. Send us a picture of a hamburger. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk to you about an issue I'm having with oh you. Oh my god. I got a bone to pick, babe. No, you don't. Leave me alone. No, you don't. No, no you, you don't. don't. Now get away. Confrontations are the worst. They are really scary. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to I'm going to try that. Welcoming people to the show. That's nice. Right? Welcome to the hey show. Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, we're not going to call you a bunch of stupid nicknames like Mark Marin does, but welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, friends. Yes. And allies. Friends and allies. <laughs> Friends and allies. Um, Kelly and Dan. So today we're talking about the idea of, of con- talking. Of confrontations. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, you could say our show, yeah. Our show's kind of about com- confrontations. but it's Not really. Chill. We're like really nice to people. And if anything, sometimes when they say something I don't agree with, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, That's sure. That's I do true. that all the time. My entire life is... is Somebody doing something that probably upsets me, hurts my feelings, does something wrong, and I go, uh-huh, cool. Yeah. And don't say – and never say it again to that person because I'm too scared and I don't even know – to get the energy to confront someone, to talk to someone, to say what is really on your mind is not an easy thing to do. It's so hard. I even had a joke with some friends recently <laughs> that um, was – the idea that we were like all sitting at a bar and if someone came up to you, like another friend was like, hey, can I sit where you're sitting? <laughs> like, could you just get up so I could sit there? I really want to sit in that seat. That you Please. would maybe just give it to them? I would 100% just be like, oh, okay, get up. And, and then so they would sit down. So you didn't have to be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe on a great day, I'd be like, why? Yeah. And if they insisted and be like, please, I really just want to sit where you're sitting. Can you get up and I could sit there? I'd be like, all right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
We're I'm a huge, pushover. Huge doormats. Yeah, big old doormat, um, and I love it. I, you know, something funny about confrontations is I love watching other confrontations, oh, really? at, or like hearing about them afterwards about friends. Like, did you confront them? Like, watching it on TV. Like, I mean, you can't really have a story without like a high stakes confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 kind of the thread of drama. I get. I I agree. I agree. Okay. Sorry, I was thinking about so many other things as you were talking. Wow, that happens <laughs> a lot, folks. Yeah, that's my wandering mind. Mm. Go ahead, confront me about it. Oh, you can't. Mm. Well, who's gonna then? I don't know. Sean Diston. We're, oh, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. You I'm up. your wife. I who who yeah. else is gonna do it? How do I say this to Sean you? Sean Diston, baby. He's our good friend. Sean Diston, good friend. We've known him for a long time. Actually, I wouldn't say we're great friends because, like, we actually don't hang out that often. But I like Sean a lot. I do love Sean. Every Sean's time a, I see Sean's Sean. the kind of guy you see him and you're like, oh, things are gonna be nice right now. Yeah, Sean's reached out to me uh, a few times over the last couple of years to just be like. This thing you did, that was awesome. Yeah, Sean had, Sean is very nice when it comes to complimenting people. And that, I feel like, is a form of confrontation. It is because I bet, and I I try to do this too, that when you see, if you are a fellow performer, writer, anything, if you are an artistic person, I think you'll always have a sense of competition. Right. It's really hard. Uh-huh. It's also sometimes really hard when someone does something really good. And then what do you do? Yeah. And you're, you're just like, like I'm, yeah, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to accept. It's like, I had nothing to do with this. Yeah. They did a really good thing. You have to be at a certain place, I think, in your life or just in your mindset to be like, that's awesome that that happened. And I wish it was me. <laughs> or no, no, and not say <laughs> no, that. No, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. That's what you'd normally say. Yes. And to just be like, that's cool. Uh, oh, I should let this person know. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great. Uh, very mature. It's a great instinct. So uh, we're going to have Sean come on here and, and talk about confrontation. Yeah, Sean's been performing uh, UCB for a long time, and mm-hmm. now he's writing for different TV shows, mm-hmm. and he's a really funny guy. And, great laugh, uh, which I hope you hear pretty quickly. It's, yeah. It's great. And I guess he'll teach us why doing the thing that sounds like it's terrible mm-hmm. is is good. <laughs> So, um, so, um, let me, so just I have stop. something to talk to you about. Yeah. Okay. We, both, we, both, we both brought issues that we have with fine, you. Fine. Um, just because you apparently love confrontations. Uh, no, yeah, you're I don't like have anything. With it. I don't have anything to say to you. And I also, I can't, like, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I'm scared of the idea that you would have something to say to me. Yeah. Well, let's just, all right. First of all, the way that started <laughs> was the most aggressive form of yeah. confrontation. Oh, oh yeah. I guess I'm, my heart is racing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, it a is now. Scared. Sorry. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is. Oh, you know what? Your heart races a lot. Um, I noticed. <laughs> Whenever we do a podcast, your heart starts racing and it's, that bothers okay, me. Okay, fine. Um, but here, <laughs> Ooh, to bring me to my first point. Okay. Um, first of all, hello, guys. I'm yeah, hey, so glad to be on the podcast. <laughs> hey, ha- uh, yeah, happy new year. Um, nice to see you. Big fan, big, big head gum fan in general. Oh, wow. Of just the brand. Just yes. the brand in general. Actually, I have gotten a few G chats just from Sean being like, just listen to another Make Me Like so It. So good. Oh, nice. Loving it. And I'm like, dude, this I'll, is awesome. I'll That's tell cool. you, Make feels... Me Like It is yeah. a very good airport podcast. Oh, like, yeah. Two times I've flown and just like binged the show. Really? Yeah. 
it's it's a really well, calming. If you're in a port right now, what's up? What's up? Check what's in. Up? Make you're sure at you're Denver on time. International. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you're a train port, uh, number one ship port, number one airplane podcast. That would be great. I would That'd love be to be number cool. one on something. Yeah, I we, some sort of po- like a toilet number one. Yeah, but you don't want to spend more than wanna. ten minutes. On the <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're supposed <laughs> to. Very bad for your butthole. Anyway, but I did want to just sort of get to the first point. So when I said confrontation, I think the first thing you think is like. Hey, buddy, I got a bone to pick with you. That is. Do you know what I mean? But I think a lot of times people say, like, I, I, you know, I avoid confrontation. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think sometimes they're not talking about, like, them, like, sort of approaching someone and confronting them about it. I think it's like, I sort of avoid standing up for myself sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. asking for what you need. Asking for what you need. And, like, so the, the first example, like, the reason I thought of it. Uh, was because I was just thinking about being in New York mm-hmm. and you guys have gotten into like a cab in New York right? Mm-hmm. and then like been driven the wrong way uh-huh. yeah. or like been sort of screwed around with by the cab driver. And you're yeah. going to have to confront. You have to confront that person. How do you feel about those situations? Like, have you been able to like deal with it? I had one. I had one that was pretty rough. It was moments before I um, proposed to <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Uh, like probably like 30 minutes before oh, like Kelly God. was coming to this bar not knowing that I was there that I was even in New York City wow. and I basically got scammed by one of those black um, like yeah. Lincoln Town cars mm-hmm. and I shouldn't yeah. have done it I shouldn't have done it <laughs> never I getting I a gypsy know, cab I know I know because they're, they're too desperate you know something's fishy yeah I got screamed but, at by one of those guys by confronting him and getting and I sorry should, you go ahead I'm sorry I, well I couldn't I should have confronted him before I even got in mm-hmm. but I was like oh whatever whatever it'll be fine it'll be fine but for some reason I let this guy talk me into getting I him think... into his car <sighs> which is and then so then I was like how much is it how much is it and he wouldn't tell me how much and at the end he wanted to charge me like over a hundred dollars Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> my version of uh, like confronting him, I was like, "You're a bad man." <laughs> I was like, "You're a bad person for like lying tried to, to make me him feel and, bad." Like, yeah, I tried to, and then I wasn't going to give him the money, and we like argued about it and just like yelled nonsense at each other. And then by the end, I felt so bad that I still gave. I didn't give him hundred. I didn't give him like a hundred. I think but I you gave, gave him, him like, more than he probably deserved. Yeah, yeah, and I and it was See, like I it don't felt like uh, I don't get into those situations. Oh, okay. Like so I, I never do. I, I think and. And then I and then I proposed to Kelly. <laughs> then you proposed to Kelly, which I think you might have been thinking too much about. You know, there was other things on your mind. Yeah, I yeah, understand. Was, yeah, he didn't have a winter coat, for instance. Oh yeah, yeah, it's borrowed. You were just you were freezing. Yes, was freezing. Whenever I snowing. saw Dan uh, and didn't know he was going to be there, he was in an oversized winter coat. I was that in I had Zach Poitras' oversized jacket. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Well planned. Anyway, so Sean, how are you? But uh, I'm I'm really good. But like in in the cab <laughs> situations, okay. for instance, like I've been in a similar situation where like I, we were I, I was driving home from McManus in the snow, mm-hmm. and I think when it's like snowy and blizzardy, like you're des- you feel desperate. They think you're desperate, right? Right. They so think they're you're they'll desperate. they're willing to like do whatever they want, right? And I was being sort of jerked around by this cab driver, mm-hmm. and. I, I at a certain point he was like driving on I literally was like don't take this street he started taking that street and I was like let me out mm-hmm. and I just got out in the blizzard <gasps> wow because like I just wasn't going to not stand up for myself nice. I got out and he was like are you gonna pay me I was like get the f-. I was like no wow get away and then and you and you just got out of there I just got out like and- because th- there are just situations where like 
I hate feeling like someone is wronging me. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. And I just can't. There's nothing I, I, I can like do to stop. People try it. to wrong you in New York all the constantly. time. I thought you meant Sean specifically. I think Sean <laughs> is always the person you get swindled. <laughs> you get swindled. Yeah, you three card a, Monty you games. Swindly yeah, face. Mr. Distant, please come here. Um, well, um. My first question about this then is how long has this been going on? Is so, this like an adult thing or is no. this when did you decide so, to be like fuck you? So when I when I when we talked about this, when I gave you guys this topic, I started thinking about it and I was like, wow, this has been a lifelong endeavor. Wow. I think like because my dad sort of taught me religion when okay. I was young in his own like brand. He he grew up in like a, a Jehovah not Seventh Day Adventist, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which is like a very strange church to grow up yeah what is that i see that one around a lot it's like a weird i i i forget some of the history but i think it was started by like a con man or something is this how they would describe it the people in the church (laughs) well it's sort of like a weird (laughs) one uh yeah (laughs) no but it it was just one of those things where like they didn't let you celebrate birthdays and you couldn't like the little jehovah's witnessy yeah very much and it's a sect of uh christianity i think so yes okay um, but my dad rebelled really hard against it. Okay. And I think the first sort of confrontation I was ever a part of was like being a part of my dad confronting his own religion. Mm. So he was like teaching me about religion in this way. There were years where we were like, and this is going to sound kind of make my dad sound like a dick, but like my dad would just be like, we're not doing Christmas because uh-huh. I think it's a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and this is him confronting my mom. Who and wants to do was, Christmas? Was she raised seven day Adventist? No, she was okay. raised in a normal. Oh God, I wouldn't Whatever. even know what yeah. religion, but the in a normal <laughs> like. Uh, but like, she wants to do Christmas, and my dad would be like, "No," to the point where like you can get a Christmas tree, but I'm not going to bring it inside. Interesting. So a nice tree outside. No, like my da- my mom <laughs> oh, and me so would have to. Okay. <laughs> no, just outside. like he would not contribute. Labor. He wouldn't contribute any labor he to give helping. Any muscle to okay. this, okay. and, and like okay. he, look, he's totally backed off. Like he's totally not that way anymore. Right. But it was a phase where he was like really questioning religion, and like he had me questioning it too. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I'm. I mean, God, I must have. It must have started in like middle school. And then through high school. And and one of the biggest like first confrontations I had was there was a um, like a Black History Month play at school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm black, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you might not be able to hear it. It's pretty important but... to the yes. story. Yeah, you um, can't hear that he's black. But oh, yeah, that is <laughs> – would be interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see where this goes now and if people just didn't realize. <laughs> but but So it was this Black History Month play and I was watching it and then I had heard that it was like – sort of like written and produced by the music teacher who was like also a pastor. Mm-hmm. And I was very anti-religion at the time. This was at school. This was at Public school. school. Public okay. school. Mm-hmm. So this play starts going on and it's all about Jesus. It's all about religion, barely about black history. Ew. And I was sitting in the audience and I was so enraged. I don't think, and, I, and it's such a, I, the feeling, going back, it sounds so unreasonable, but I was so mad that I got up and I left and I went to the office. Wow. And I was friends with like I walked out. I literally walked out and I was friends Everyone with goes, someone in the office. <gasps> mm-hmm. And so I went into the office and made a sign. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to remember what the sign said, but You're it like, was poster board now. Yeah, markers. literally. I was now. like, Stat. give me markers, give me poster board. I gotta confront these people. Wow. Sean, we're buds. Who are who is this person that you were friends with? It was like a person your age? Like no, it was a age? teacher. It, like That's cool. because Damn. I was like in the newspaper, I got you, Sean. so I had to be down. Oh, in the, oh. So I was like all over in the office, but 
I, uh, I was an office guy in high sure, school. Sure, sure, yeah. I was um, chilling at the office. So I made a sign and ran back to the thing as it was happening and started protesting it by myself. Did you start yelling or were you just I holding was yelling. the sign? I was holding the sign. I didn't yell when the show was going on because mm-hmm. I was too scared. Mm-hmm. But I held the sign up and people saw me. Mm-hmm. And then when they were like getting up to leave, I was screaming. Uh-huh. Wow. And I was going crazy at school. And were some people like, yeah. Or no, I don't remember anyone like... supporting me on it. I think okay. I remember everyone sort of being like, what the fuck are you doing? How we... did you get that poster board <laughs> marker so fast? Oh, he's friends with someone <laughs> oh, at the office. With, yeah. He's an office, oh, yeah, he's an office guy. guy. Yeah, he chills out there. <laughs> cool, cool. Got I, don't, I honestly was in such a blind rage. I don't even remember the reaction to it. I remember weeks later, I wrote an article in the newspaper about like paganism and, and Christian and, um, and uh, no, no, you know what it was? So for Christmas that year, I'd already written an article about Christmas being a pagan holiday. Right. So people had already been like, damn, Sean hates religion. Wow. Yeah. And I think a lot of the people at my, like, there were some people at my school that were religious. Right. And I think when I came into the, like, auditorium and was screaming, I think people were like, God, just leave us alone. Yeah. And And yes, they're innocent to it at the same time, but like... You shouldn't be doing that in a public school. Yeah, it does seem it does seem weird. And I guess it's good that you said something. Thing and was fucked. It really is, and and I think so many things like that go on mm-hmm. because no one is willing to confront them. Yeah, making a play about Jesus and like normalizing that is crazy. In a public school is insane for Black History Month. Again. It, it was so crazy. <laughs> that I, is yeah, really I'm... weird. And I and I remember being like. I don't even remember why I was so mad, but it just felt personal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I just and and. I guess as like a pr- somewhat privileged male in America, like I wasn't. I grew up in a you like seemed extremely confident. Yeah, I'm like a pretty confident kid. I you know what I mean? Extremely privileged. No, that's <laughs> so privileged. The way you carry no, yourself. No. I'm just blown away that you like had the balls to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think I, for whatever reason, did, and I understand when people don't. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's not healthy to always be confronting right. people. You don't want to be Larry David at all times. No, you no. know what I mean? But at a certain point, like that's that might be why the, you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Might be why I think that might be the funniest show ever. <laughs> it's it a the- show of fun confrontations where it's like, what would really happen if you confronted that person? I mean, I, I have everyday situations, you, you know, like once a week I'll say like, oh, I had this curb situation yeah. or I thought of a curb thing because it actually even just the other day, I was <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> But I was trying to walk across the street, and there was a woman standing next to the, uh, like, traffic light, so she would have to hit the button to cross the street. Yeah. And I was too embarrassed to ask her, did you hit the button? (laughs) And I'm like, of course she hit the button. Like, she's standing right next to it. The light changes. She didn't hit the button. So there's no so walk there's like sign. no walk sign and like no time to cross because right. that I think that one in particular is yeah. like if, in LA you gotta hit the and button. So you gotta in, hit the instead button. of the buttons work like yeah growing of, up the buttons never they never yeah the buttons seem like and such a like work. placebo yeah, thing. yeah the button work, was though. just like does this connect it to anything yes yeah even the one when you hit them now it's like this doesn't feel like a yeah, button the 80s and 90s the buttons were connected to nothing to nothing it's like yeah yeah people want to hit buttons yeah this will make it feel better yeah buttons are now like very useful well in LA Especially because there's like 18 lanes of traffic. And yeah. cars just don't ever yeah. slow down. No one's paying attention and they want to kill you, I guess. Yeah. Everyone it's, wants to kill you. They'd be fine with killing you here. Um, it would be one less person to have to compete with for like the role in like exactly. a pilot. So, so it's good for my career. Like, yeah. In the end, it was good that I killed you. So anyway. So but I you did, didn't confront. I you didn't, didn't say confront, anything. I didn't, I, in, yeah. And yes. In the, the like basest form of the definition, I didn't just bring up to this stranger to be like, hey, did you hit the button or mm-hmm. can I hit the button? 
And so then when I walked across the street, I was mad and like, you know, threw up my arms. Like, <laughs> As if that was her what fault, or a I don't know. Jersey boy, yeah, Dan, like, oh come on, Dan Klein mad has got to be a funny thing to see. Oh, oh yeah, I, I yeah, I get mad all the time. Throw your hands up. <laughs> it's yeah. not oh. funny. It's um, not funny to me. Anymore. Oh, yeah, obviously, it's, it's, got it's a, an it's, unfortunate situation. I'm if it sure happens between Kelly and me. So you're in middle school. So I'm yeah, I'm yeah. getting mad at, at ladies for no reason. But you're in middle school, and I'm already sort of you're heated. You're fired up. Let's heated go. and fired up about. But this. Um, did you feel good about that? And I I do remember feeling righteous. Like, that's the thing about confrontation is that when you're an empathetic person and when you're a person who's reasonable and you you kind of know you're not using confrontation as a crutch, you can allow yourself to be righteous sometimes. Right. Do the right. You're a principled man. Yeah. Yeah. Like protesting, for instance, is a confrontation. Right. Do you know what I mean? You are stating, you know, it is. It can be awkward. It can be very weird. and, And honestly, it can be misguided at times. But like. The, the the core thing of protesting, to me, I think, is beautiful. Like, without that confrontation, this country was founded on confrontation. You're right. That's true. We are confrontational people. Do you know what I mean? And and I think without sta- – and I think it's more about standing up for yourself. So uncomfortable. It is. It hurts. Here's the thing. So mm-hmm. we're comedians. Right. Yes. And we get to use comedy. Yeah. And I think that can sometimes – if you can use that in the right way. Yeah. I think I've 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 gotten a little bit more adventurous with that, um, and and definitely moving to New York helped. Yeah, really, like because you have to at times. Yeah, because there are times people where you literally fuck like you over. So constantly. I have a New York confrontation story. Let's hear it. So we've all any New Yorker has been on the subway and you've had your ranter and your raver. Right. Oh yeah. Right. So I was on a subway. You put one your head morning, down and and ignore it, and right? you just ignore it, and you just turn but, up the podcast. But so many of those people are allowed to just scream at everyone because no one says anything to right. them. That is true. They get they experience hundreds of people just cowering Captive and looking audience. away. I would yeah. love to have that kind of audience for an improv Okay, show. so, okay, that leads into the story. Wow. So the guy is like, so it was right after like the, there was an earthquake or a tsunami in Japan. I don't remember exactly I remember what it was. Tsunami. Maybe both. It was tsunami. a tsunami. Yes. And, um. Probably an earthquake caused a tsunami. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Geologist Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> confrontation, confrontation. All right, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, but. Forget it, forget it, forget it. I said honest, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But there was this like, maybe like older Hispanic guy who was maybe a connected to some sort of church basically was like god is punishing the japanese people Ooh. because of this this and that I love the idea that god knows all the countries it's so crazy yeah. i mean <laughs> I, I, I know i know to think about the things he was saying and like he was and then he started talking about like the, you know the, there's going to be an earthquake in new york if you guys stop if you guys don't stop with the gay activity and like I mean, he you was guys. not just. Come on, guys! You guys got to stop. You got to stop with, with the, the case. Yeah. The ladies keep it going. Keep it you know going. what? He's right. I didn't think about. You're this, right. But he's you know right. what? Yeah. Everyone on the train. He's right. I think. Actually, but it yeah. was like it, it was like the worst version of it. Right. Like a lot of it, I've I could seen, ignore. I feel like the screaming, the ranters are often homophobic. Yes, very much so. Very often. But like some of it, you can ignore. But mm-hmm. this one was highly. It was just really bad. It and it was at rush hour. Yeah. Um, and I was on the train with him, and I was in a weird mood already. Oh, here we go again. Get the markers. So, get the markers. So, But instead, <laughs> what I did was, and I'd say this goes into my sort of improv training, is mm-hmm. I sort of, I just like got up and then started to preach myself even louder Ooh. about the show Lost. <gasps> Wow. You are 
a genius. It was it was in the moment. Of, about them? It was a well. Here's the end of the story is funny because someone was on the train that I <laughs> that know, and it was pretty embarrassing. Yes. but I got up and I was like, I was like, I want to talk about Sun and Jin from Lost. And I started doing like a character, oh and everyone God. on the train started being like, "Hey, man!" Like they were into it. That's wow. cool. And I remember walking past the guy, and and I hadn't even looked at him because I was a little afraid of like what. I was just like, "Just all right, ride this wave." But when I looked at him, he was like standing still in complete shock <laughs> because no one had ever done that. Wow! I, I, and like, and he got off the train, <gasps> and then I sat down. Everyone applauded. That's and then amazing. I looked up and Kevin Hines was sitting there. <laughs> you learned. And he was like, I was your first improv teacher. Wow. It was funny. Very it's weird. also kind of funny that proud? Kevin Hines didn't do anything. Because <laughs> he was like, Kevin Hines was sitting there and he point. was like, wow, the student has become the teacher. Yes. Kevin Hines is a, a UCB Truly. teacher for people yes. who don't, and an improviser. He's not just a teacher. Brother yeah. of Will Hines. A brother another. of Will Hines, who has been on the show, yes. episode 38. Headgum brother, true. I believe. Headgum brother. But yeah, I remember that was like, and look, you can't do that kind of thing. Thing all the time well no. that's 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 and yes. i thought about it several times i've run through the thing that, that i would do and then i think about doing it and then i think about okay then they're gonna start screaming at me or what if they yeah. hit me or what if i get hurt or no one's gonna stand up for me yeah no one's gonna back me i feel like maybe rush hour would be a little <sighs> it's tough I, I feel like there's been a few moments where I just start yelling at someone on the train uh, standing up for myself, but it's in like a moment of frenzy where I know I'm going to get away, get away from, from them from really them. fast, you know? Yeah, like the people who like push on or off the, the train. Yeah. Like, the I could confront them, but then I'm yeah, immediately gone. Yeah, you can just gone. be like, stop pushing or yeah, something I've like I've never that. been able to do that, and I've always wanted <laughs> You've to. You've never get done that? Get out of the way. Get out of the Well, Please I've probably move. done it, again, the same yeah. way that I confronted, quote, unquote, of the, the old lady at the, you know, where <laughs> you I just did went, not. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and I expect them to know that me, you know, kind of looking somewhat annoyed. They're like, "Ooh, we annoyed that guy. We should never stand in front yeah. of the yeah. train." Whenever doors people again. wouldn't move into the center, you know, away go from cr- the door, I would say, "Guys, can you move to the um to the poles, <laughs> guys?" I would do that, and I'd just like turn into like a teacher or something. Yeah, See, that's, guys? that's just you. Be- it's like us becoming an old person. Yeah, I've, I've shushed rooms full of people before. It's Shh. crazy, but I think Shh. that like, yeah, you shush. Shh. That's wrong, I think, sometimes. I think anyway, it is wrong. So. It is wrong. It's shushing wrong. is very passive. <laughs> yeah, shushing is wrong. It's not, com- it's not confrontational. It's not confrontational at all. You've done it to people at restaurants, and I'm like, Kelly, don't like shush our Dan, friends. I do it on... I will say, like, though... I'm not conscious when I'm doing oh, it. I will really? say, like, You're... confronting your friends is important, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. sometimes you know my what I mean? friends are too loud, and I need to tell them to be quiet. I've it's learned hard. that. But you just shush them. I'm confronting you right now. Sean, back me up on this. No, Uh, sorry. Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. No, Um, no, no, it's not worth it. But I just mean like confronting your friends is like, you have friends and and, it was similar for my parents. Like Mm -hmm. my parents are really young. Right. Like my parents had me when they're in their very early twenties. Oh wow! Are you okay. an only child? Yeah, and Ooh. I'm an only child. Damn. Somebody just brought uh, said this. Sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. somebody just said this. What I thought was true is that my relationship with my parents changed when my brother moved out, mm-hmm. and with four people, it's like a square. You know, you could like yeah, bounce when around. then there's three people, and and I forgot what he said. Actually, it was Charles Rogers, another uh, former, mm-hmm. but he was like a triangle is a very oh shoot, I'm gonna mess it up. But it was like a triangle is a very um, hard. Like shape because yeah. there's a lot of weight absolutely on each corner. Yeah, it's all like, supporting. Oh, point. Yeah, you're, it's, it's like, like a support a column. Yeah, it's really hard. It's not like it's not like so a three is tough. Team. Yeah. It I, seems like you guys would just always be talking to each well, other. Well, here's the thing: is I learned how to argue 
Right. Because one, I had the realization my parents are super young and like they kind of don't know what's going on either. When did you figure that out? God, it must have been really early. And I think it was partly them also like being a little admitting of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and because of that, I maybe think of my parents as intellectual equals maybe to like a fault. Right. But because of that, I would confront them all the time. And it turned you into a hell of a precocious child. A little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think. One, it it's it helped us learn, mm-hmm. like without me being confronted in my life, like I've been confronted, mm-hmm. and the, in those moments you learn. But it hurts. Totally, it, it hurts. hurts. Is it yeah. the scariest Sucks. thing ever to be confronted? Honestly, I feel like, but it's the only way you can learn. It's something. the right thing to do. It's it's true. helpful. It's always like the idea. I was just reading this book uh, called Creativity Inc. by one of the founders of like Pixar, mm-hmm. and he talks about the their model of just trying to. Um, encourage a good creative environment. Yeah, and part of that is it's not he's not he doesn't use the word con- confronting anyone, mm-hmm. but it, it is giving um, really thoughtful, constructive notes on everything. Candid. Can- he talks about candor a lot, right? And that's a, I would say is very similar related to be able instead of watching somebody's you know example of like what their film is going to be and mm-hmm. being like great i loved it uh maybe do this and walk away it's like i don't think this is working i think it's a hundred uh, and being in a writer's room is definitely you're not confronting each other all the time but like you're, you're confronting yourself you're confronting your yeah. own ideas and like if you're not able to do that i think sometimes you get product that is not as good as it could be absolutely totally. i mean that's that is one of the biggest problems probably you've been in a you've been in a really with a group of people you've been in a sketch like pangea 3000 yeah like i one of the first shows i saw at ucb that's true and it's amazing i loved it but i'm sure like as a group you guys had to like have it out (laughs) do you know what i mean like so many many, so many times that we couldn't be a group anymore but 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 here's the thing is like yeah maybe can't be a group anymore but the product you're able to put out in those times is probably great it's great you know what i mean is it what i mean i was just talking about this with another friend of mine who we were in our college sketch group together at Boston University, mm-hmm. Sam Kimmis, uh, also mm-hmm. on this show. But he, we both, I talked about the first meeting I ever had at the sketch group at school, and I made a fart joke. And yeah. one of the older guys, Tom, who I love to this day and is like very influential, was like, Yeah, we're not going to do that. And I was just like, Okay. And it really taught me, like, Oh, I can't kind of depend on the silly like flatulent stuff yeah. that I was doing in high school and these guys who are really smart and creative like want to do something else and it you know it was just like a lesson to yeah. be like oh yeah I can't really do that here I mean learning lessons comes from confrontation I, I think you know making yeah. mistakes obviously but like it, you gotta confront those huge mistakes lessons and you'll always remember those moments absolutely yeah. I'll say just the, like this the, writing on this paper one time Kelly don't bring up personal stories constantly in class like this was freshman year of college and i was like oh my god yeah oh my god i'm in a bar but then you have time to reflect and i'm like okay i'm way more self-aware now absolutely i'd say i grew up in florida so like i grew up in the the jungle it's crazy down there (laughs) where in florida miami (laughs) oh wow so miami is fucking nuts and like i had to unlearn a lot of stuff when i moved to new york Mm -hmm. new jersey to i mean boston but to new york but just the people that i was dealing with it was a lot of learning but you learn it hopefully sometimes by making mistakes but there are times where you're confronted by people and like at the moment you might look at them as like oh fuck you in the moment 
But looking back, you're like, oh, you taught me to be more of a feminist by confronting me. Right. Like, I've definitely, I I remember a, a, like, high school moment where we're, like, on the bus going home. And I don't remember exactly what the situation that got into it, but I got slapped in the face <gasps> very hard by this girl. Oh, okay. damn. And I think I was, like, maybe just, like, making fun of someone or something, but, mm-hmm. like, I first of all, she slapped me in the face, and it was very hard to not just start crying as a little boy in high school, which is not too old. Fantastic. But then, but but years later, even processing it now, I'm like, you learn from those things. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't cross with that person after that. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm eventually made friends with that person, Mm -hmm. and I think like in did she ever apologize to you for slapping? I don't think she did. I don't think we ever (laughs) talked about it. Right, right. But like, you never confronted it. I didn't, but I think it was a situation where I didn't need to. Yes, like she had confronted. She had confronted me, and it was like I had to look back on that and be like, well, shit, I was wrong. I fucked up. I said something fucked up. Yeah, like not to bring up, not to bring up the. Elect uh, the election, right? Yeah, Thanks but th- but this is a a big thing. It's, I it's think it's similar because, like, yeah, there's a lot of confronting the other side, whatever. And you know, all the like Facebook confrontation and like the internet stuff, that's not really that healthy. No. I don't think no. because no one can learn anything in those situations, and that's something I had to learn. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I learned that as well. You learn that, but the other thing is like, I just had to confront myself because I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was so like in this bubble of like I, I did didn't the same know. thing the so day I, after the election. I had to like have this self reflection. Yeah, and like there is sad parts of it for sure. Like understanding more about the country, understanding like more of my place in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even as a black man, mm-hmm. I can say that I have privilege, right? In a way that maybe I didn't think before, right? But. I had to confront myself on it, and it sucked to like eat that humble pie. Yeah, yeah. but I feel better for it. it. Yeah, I feel better for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I mean, I'm still working on that, but yeah, I I think what hurt me a lot after the election was like people who voted for Trump and Trump himself know something about human beings that I don't quite know. Yeah. And that's like a weird thing to, cause I'm like, I think I know people pretty well. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no, I don't. I don't think I understand the world in the, as well as I thought I did. Yeah. And I mean, hard to... to me it was, it, it was the thing of like, you like, yeah, you voted for this guy who's like, you believe all these things is going to bring your jobs back, but you know, he's also this piece of shit. And I had to look at myself and be like, yeah, but I like want everything in the world to be good. I'm this, I want social justice. I want this, but I'm also a little bit of a piece of shit here. Mm -hmm. And we're each seeing the side, the ugly side of each side. Yeah. And like, I just had to recognize my own ugly side. We're all showing each other our buttholes right now. Do you know what I mean? That's the high road. It's the high road. And like, yeah, the buttholes are all disgusting. (laughs) Everybody's nasty buttholes. And I think with confrontation, I'm like. Because I feel like I grew up with the strength to do it, yeah. I feel like I have the obligation to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, like, I understand when, like, I stood up for my mom. You know what's funny? I, I I forgot a story. A very early moment was someone like followed my mom home from picking me up from school. Mm-hmm. Someone because, just like because she like maybe cut her off or something. My mom oh, maybe okay. did something so on the road. road rage. So they like followed my mom to our house and okay. parked behind my mom oh, and like boy. cursed her out. Um. And I remember my mom like went inside and was like didn't come like just didn't deal with it 
But as a little kid, I was in elementary school and I stood outside and I think it was maybe the first time I cursed. Nice. I yelled at this lady. Cur- yeah, that's great. And I don't even remember what her reaction was, but I remember in that moment I was like, I have to stand up for my mom. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt that. your mom was probably that. scared. Of course. Yeah, because you know she's what like, I mean? I, well, if I say something, terrified. what does this lead to? My mom, grew up in a, my mom grew up in a totally different were like she grew up in Jamaica, so like oh. confrontation there is totally different. You you can't live that kind of life. You know right. what I mean? So in Jamaica, you don't confront people. I don't know. It's just too much everyone's danger like of like chilling. everyone's a murderer. Like there's a lot of crime it's in Jamaica, serious. so you don't really mess with and anyone. Are women sort of? Not yeah, really I mean, outspoken. especially when she grew up. Right. You know what I mean? It might right. be different now, but. That's how I feel, you know, for, for my own views on confrontations. Like, I'm a prim and proper little, like, I feel like I'm a little British schoolboy in, like, his mm-hmm. little outfit that's like, I'll be harmed if But here's if the I... thing. If someone <laughs> yeah. wronged Kelly, uh-huh. I bet you you would get an immediate evisceral, like, I have to do something about it. Easily. This. It's very easy to stand up for Kelly. That's what I mean. Is like, so I guess. That's I would... what I like. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, like, standing up for myself is one thing, but standing up for other people as myself. well. Right. I hate myself. That's I hate myself. Whatever. Well, I care. Yeah. Stand up for yeah, myself. You could rip me off and you know shit on me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah it's funny getting uh, older and going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start to see yourself in a different way um, and realize this pattern of not giving a shit about yourself. And mm-hmm. then you realize, like, if you, my therapist taught me to like see myself as baby Kelly. As like four year old. Okay, this is weird. Kelly. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want you going to this person anymore. No. Shut up. Sorry, so sorry, annoying. sorry, sorry. Um, four year old baby Kelly, like she needs protection. Yeah, and you need to like stand up for her. So if I think of myself as that child that I still am, like I grew up to be this person. Yeah, I'm still like this person worth defending. Absolutely. It's it's crazy. It's like you kind of have to redefine and as your long as you're doing it, of yourself. As long as you're doing it in service of ha- having mental health. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're not confronting every single thing. Exactly. There so are some yeah. battles. But I've gotten better at it. You definitely pick better battle. at people that's defending what I was themselves to uh, me yeah. and not being defensive. I was yeah. trying to think about the coward's point of view, mm-hmm. my point of view, us, us weaklings, you yeah. know, like hiding behind the rocks until someone drops a piece of meat and we can grab it <laughs> without <laughs> confronting them. Yeah. 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 You know, the giants eating at their yes. table and we like scurry out and grab some meat and they're like great i didn't have to talk to anybody great. but um it, yes i there, there's probably some element of like being a coward that's a little helpful that yeah. like yeah not every situation you is... want to pick your battles okay like i've definitely gotten into confrontations where i look back and i was like that was bad mm-hmm. to you try you it was like you overstepped your bounds and it was like i didn't need to do that one. well i one time after work in new york uh, on 125th Street in Harlem, confronted the Scientologists mm. that were trying to like get people to do e readings. Okay, uh-huh. and I I think I was there underground for 45 minutes yelling to the point where I was like, "Do you believe in aliens? Uh-huh. Do you believe?" And and then I left, and then I realized. I just had a really, really bad day at work. Right. Right. So and I, that was me just going nuts on these yeah. poor dudes that oh are Oh my god, it's so funny to imagine New York just like right now that we're over in LA and like our little precious little yeah. nest. Imagine ha- New York over there, just people having bad days yeah. and screaming. It's hard in New York because you could have a confrontation thirty times Anytime. a day. You want? Yeah, I have a, yes, you can. You could just like look for you it. Totally and be like, oh, could. sweet, here we go. You totally. Um, yeah, that store over there. But uh, Kelly and I recently had a bad brunch. Remember, mm-hmm. we had oh, a really bad brunch. That's right. Should we have? We did not confront them. 
It was horrible service, overcharged, and they really didn't do much to like apologize for mm-hmm. it. And I was the reason I didn't is one, I'm scared yes. as always. Two, we were like with people. It, it, I guess it didn't totally seem worth it. I would say in restaurants in yeah. those situations because I've been on both sides. Yeah, I think the way to confront them is by not tipping. Interesting. I don't know if you need to get in their you face. Can't get crazy because like they have too many. Well, no, it wasn't. But but should we have said like, hey? Not because I'm not saying we're gonna fight, but should, yeah. should we have been like, "Hey, this was really bad." Just so you know, it, this you was have like to a cross really a certain experience. line. I just knew though. Sort of. He said it. He said, I don't know, I but, but, like but and we're like, I don't. But no, don't worry about like it. Don't worry about it. We're okay. It's okay. Thank you, man. Like he was. He's like, really sweet, but he, he did came a to bad the table job. and he was like, yeah. "I feel like everything's been messing up, and I'm so sorry, and I'd just like to buy you guys a dessert." And that was but then nice, the, the but dessert the dessert sucked. wasn't good, dessert and we sucked. were full. And like, I think it just—it's hard to confront people who are working somewhere. Exactly. Because yeah, I, I just feel bad for them. Much. Like if it was the company's fault, I'll confront the company. Yes. And I think employees, of course. An employee, I don't want to take my time to like yeah. confront unless they're doing something that's like, oh, this guy's being bad S- to someone else, harassing, harassing okay, someone. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, smoking a cigarette inside that yeah, guy while was like, like fondling people. That guy yeah. was just like aloof and kind of a sweetheart and didn't. I, I would say don't tip, and then that's it. Interesting. They get the that's what tipping is for. They get the message. I get scared, but I'm even scared to do that. If anything, my because I was a waiter. Were you a waiter? I no, but I've worked in restaurants. But like my my. My experience, I mean, I was a horrible waiter, but my worry now is like, oh, it's not all their fault. So I am like, uh, right. if anything, like, it's better to just tip yeah, them and like deal the, with it. Yeah, it's like there's food coming from the back. Someone's cooking. Something is messed up there's somewhere. There's so many things to like, I don't want, you got to pick your battle because you got to feel righteous. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? You've got to know you're right. And there are times where that clicks with I don't me know. immediately. And I then never I'm know. able to step up. I'm always like, anytime I get into any sort of, even like a discussion i'm like i think i'm right maybe i'm not i'm probably not right i see there's like another side to this whole thing yeah, maybe i think that that's important too though Keep totally an open mind about whether you're right or not absolutely and yeah. i think because and i'm counting on the importance of being right i think because i'm a confronter mm-hmm. i feel like i've had to say i'm a confronter i i think i've said i've had to say i was wrong a lot. Oh, so that ha- so that yeah, that's true. So that's going to happen in a confrontation, right? I like confrontation because I can I can use empathy. Yeah, you're you're gonna. It's kind of a win win, right? I mean, not to say that you should constantly just confront to like learn a lesson, but if you are actually wrong and you are good enough at the confrontation, yeah. you can be like, oh, okay. You've got to be willing to be wrong, or it's that's an unhealthy confrontation. Ah, I think that's how it always is. Yeah, willing to be wrong is. Hard. Totally, uh, uh, but then I'm also, right, but then also, confronting Everything. someone until they admit they're wrong is the sweetest thing. Uh. It's so sweet. I mean, and to get good. my parents to say they were wrong at any mm. moment was like the a best. prize for yeah. me. Do they? And they do that to each other, or you are the? I might confronter. have started this like culture in our Let's family go. of just like we confront everything. So even when I'm home now, I'm like, all right, we gotta cool sort things out and they're like but wait but but i also (laughs) like am i understand where my parents come from and like me and my mom had this conversation when i was home she was talking about how she still doesn't like confrontation Mm -hmm. and she works in a bank and she's like an african-american woman who's worked in a bank for like over 20 years and is like a vice president at wells fargo wow right so but she has to work with people who 
do her wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh God, I hope she doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> Will Fargo is okay. Why would um, she get in trouble? I don't know. Well, she's con- she's right constantly worried about getting in trouble. Oh, like, man. but it's just one hey, of those things about where, that. like, I am. Constantly, I think about we would get along with her mom very well. Well, she talked to her because she would agree with I our point of view. I think you would actually, Kelly. You have yeah. a very my mom vibe. <laughs> really? Yeah, totally. That's great. Um, but my mom is like, she doesn't want to confront people at work, mm-hmm. and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You got to pick those battles, right? But God, I wish I could just go there and, and do it for her. Yes, and then yeah, and you know? yell everyone down. Because yeah, she'd be, be right. A lot easier for you to do it too. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't really have much invested really... in this. Fire me, I don't care. Mem- um, <laughs> Kelly and I Wait, were don't. recently uh, wronged by American Airlines, and mm. I confronted them, and it was really bad. I did it was a bad not job. good. Dan started yelling, and it yeah, I got very inappropriate. Well, then. it was in the in the airplane at the, at airport. the airport. They basically the made desk. us wait so long to check in that we missed our flight. And, and we got there to... in plenty of time. Yeah. It was yeah, so we were it was there, there for over fault. three hours. It yeah. was we, there we were waiting fault. in line for over three hours. And Did didn't... they put your bags on the plane? Um, they, we had to check in no, our No, because they weren't checked in yet. Oh, they weren't checked yeah. in. Yeah, we, we were checking were in our bag. We were with in. our dog, mm-hmm. and we had to wait in a line, and they had been screwing up a lot of stuff. So a lot of people were in the same line who were missing. Everyone was missing flights. Yeah. So they were... They were backing up, backing up, backing up. Right, right, right. And there was just like no apology. There was no recognition of like an error. And I was like, They didn't offer you like tickets? Nothing. They offered us absolutely nothing. And I was like, I think like to get to make this right, Mm -hmm. because you screwed us, like you screwed us today. Yeah. There should be something to make this like a fair transaction. And they were like, They never did anything? Well, they didn't until I tweeted at them. He tweeted and then had like a long DM back and And forth. And basically, it wasn't until (laughs) they were like, Thanks for telling us. It's like your input is very important. Bye, you know. And You're like, it, no, no, we're not done here. Yeah, it's like that's not what I'm, I'm not looking for. Like, uh, thanks for making our business better. Like, yeah, you know, tip of the cap to you, sir. They basically ended up giving us like free miles, and but it's we like, never want to fly American yeah, I'm again. Not to yeah, fly because them of how again. they treated us. I mean, that's kind of the thing too. Is like. You can confront American all day, yeah, but you can also just never have to deal with them. Again. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's, I didn't uh, want to talk to those employees anymore because yeah. they were put in a shitty position, and mm-hmm. uh, every they still other didn't recognize... every other airline will give you yeah, free. None tickets. of them did. No though. one even was like, "Hey, sorry about the wait." Yeah, like, even just that would have been like, none "Thank of, you." It was the culture yeah. of the company. It yeah, it's wasn't really the weird. People, because it was like I didn't see any of them apologizing or doing mm-hmm. anything for anyone. Everyone Helping. was just like, <laughs> "It was really please. weird," and they were like. Sorry, but I no, think... they didn't say sorry. No, they didn't say sorry. <laughs> but I think even if you don't get something from it, like, did you yell at them? Yeah, he started screaming. Did you feel good about it? Mm. You felt bad about it afterwards. I felt bad that it didn't feel like the message got across. And... But, but did you feel good that you did stand up for yourself? I guess so. They deserved it. They See, deserved that's it. What, and yeah, even if you get nothing from it, they d- they, they I, heard you yelling. And yeah. I hope that someone in line was like, "I'm glad this guy's like mad." Absolutely, because I did say you should apologize to everybody. Absolutely, we, we, apolog- we did rehearse. You know, in 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 <laughs> line. Kelly and I were like, <laughs> so we were like, we can do this. We can do this. We're we gonna say this. something. We're gonna yeah, say we're gonna something. say something. And then we it should ended up. Listen like, up, everybody. Yes, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked because like it didn't get us the outcome we wanted at all. And so I was like, this is a failure. But I am glad. I am very glad we did say okay, something. Okay, cool. And I, I feel good realize. about it. Okay. No, I feel good about it. I felt bad afterwards because we ended up screaming in the middle of the airport. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I screamed in an Fans airport. Screamed. Yeah, like but an adult who screamed at I don't airport. know. I, I In those situations, even when you walk away with nothing, at least I didn't just 
roll over. Yeah, I got my principles and I got my balls. You gotta have your balls. Yeah, my you balls. Know what I, mean? so I got speaking, my balls. We need to wrap up here soon, but yeah, speaking okay. of balls. Mm-hmm. Um, Aren't they great? <laughs> oh my god. Love swishing them around in my mouth. Kelly. Uh, what? I don't know. I didn't know that's where you're gonna go with it. I, that wasn't where I was going. I thought you were gonna like talk about like I threw that in there at the like, last thing minute. that like on people's desk where Perpetual the ball, emotion? Oh, yeah, yeah where weird. the balls keep going yeah. back. That's what I thought you were gonna talk nope. about. But you didn't. Nope, that's not it. Anyway, so I was going to say something about women and confrontations mm-hmm. and how, how it's a little more complicated. I, I agree. And men are so much more sensitive to women saying things to them. Absolutely. Well, men are scary and also, yes, they're more sensitive. They're terrifying. But also, like, <clears throat> if a woman says something to a man, it, it hurts them in a way that is ridiculous. I it's learned, I, but I had a day job in New York and it's I learned hard. from my boss who was a 50-year-old, like 50-ish-year-old woman in the construction industry. Uh-huh. And she was so mean to me all the time. Oh and I was God. her assistant. And then in a weird, out. like, moment of... I'm sensitive of, to women, too, I will say. Absolutely. Everyone is. But in a weird moment of, like, honesty with me, she was like, I have to be this way in this industry. I have been, That's like, I have been trained It's just ha- the only way people will take She's me seriously. surrounded by men. I gotta be tough. And after that, I had more respect for it. And I think as a whole, like, at least maybe just in my sight, women in general have become more ready to com- confront people. Like, I think in the internet has helped a little bit with that. I think it has. And like those confrontations, I think, are absolutely vital to all of us learning to be better to women. Right. Do you know what I mean? As uncomfortable as they are. Yeah. And as dangerous, s- as, dangerous they as they are, it's important. Yeah. And like I applaud the women I know that are like ready to stand up for themselves mm-hmm. in, you know, at the drop of a hat because like – why shouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, I don't know. I think that stuff's pretty cool. It is cool. I think yeah, it's, it's happening. It's good, the idea. Do you have any other stuff like on your notes that you want to cover? I think so. I think yeah, we covered it all. Mm-hmm. I'm like just thinking about all the times where someone wronged me in the slightest of ways. But even then, I still was like, I just was so scared to say anything and then complained about it later. That's what my life usually yeah. is. <laughs> is. To like, me, that's unsatisfying. I, either, yeah, I agree. I think you should either let it go or confront it. And I think, oh, right? and, and I didn't get into holding also... Holding on to it later, it just, yeah, it's like a I love holding on to stuff. It backs stuff up and yeah, you're, then I I really, your and you're I really quickly and, wanted yeah. to also say, like, we say confrontation like it's always angry. Yeah, right. does that, like you right. can always just like be. be like, "Hey, man, like, like empathize with me." I agree, I agree that yes, that that those are some things to take away from this is that confrontation doesn't mean like two people that are gonna like come to blows with each other. Right. It's like just telling somebody and standing up for yourself, like what you were saying, Kelly. And you have to be willing to be wrong. Yes, which yeah. is could be you know because you want them to empathize with you, but hey. You gotta empathize with them. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Man. <laughs> yes, that's you're it. about to have that's... a conversation. Um, wow. Well, really amazing stuff, Sean. Thanks. I, mean, I, I hope thanks that for being I here. hope that this didn't feel. And you're also your podcast is a confrontation. That's true. It is. Oh it my is gosh! Like, what make are we talking me, about? Yes, make yeah. me like this, and then we sit here and have a reasonable conversation. It is, right. and it you're is. willing to be wrong. I don't think I've ever right. been uncomfortable though. It, like, well, I guess because we've established a an, an environment that's yes. like this is our show. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I could have come in and, here like Gil and been like, "All right, I'm confronting oh, you, motherfuckers," yeah, <laughs> yeah. on some Gil, meta shit. But, oh, yeah, that's that was true. awful. That was truly awful. I thought I it was Gil. very funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was super funny. I couldn't and believe it. How did you guys not know immediately that that was what Everyone was happening? Everyone has told us about that episode. They're like, "Yeah, I knew that something was up," and I was like. 
I had I no just idea. Feel you know like why? Being around close friends, like shit, like that happens. We know we with because our families it, because like, it wasn't real. edited out. I think we knew. Yeah. Okay. It would have been edited out if yeah. it was anything else. Oh yes, my god. True. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, duh. We would have edited it out. I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong about. There you go. Thank you. So, Sean, who are you to? Uh, to the world, I am. I perform at UCB. Uh, I do Herald Night every week, and every oh, cool. once in a while, we get to do Law Firm, Dan. Oh You're yeah, we haven't done LA. it in a while. We haven't done You're it in a while. The last show teams? that we did, I'm on an LA Herald team. What's it I think called? I t- oh, sorry. Zuzu. Oh, nice. Very cool. cool. Cool peeps. I think I told someone, I think I mentioned it on the show that the last show that we did, I think was one of the best shows I've ever been a part of. I think we were crying on stage. It I don't like think pretty... it was that good. Oh, okay. I think we thought it oh, was the well, best. I, was, I had a great time. Well, we were that's crying on stage. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. It was the most yeah, fun. As long as I'm laughing and the audience is like, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I if mean, you see Law Firm. Whenever I see you guys laughing, I laugh. So, For sure. Yeah, those are my favorites. I have a good, I had a when great old I, time. When's the next LA Law show? We got to get on it. Beth Appel? Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening, if you're you listening. better be, because three of your performers are here. We'll get on that. There will be. I'm not a not UCB performer. There will be <laughs> one team. Yeah, I are. was, but yeah. Her so I, I'm not on, currently on a team. Yeah, but you, I feel like I'm not like a UCB Guys, lots of people currently. claim to be page. a UCB performer. I'm not on the performer. Never yeah, been there. you have, probably have the right to do that. Anyway, so you, you um, perform so at the theater, yes. and then what about other stuff? If you're binging this podcast sometime in the summer, yeah. Um, uh, Playing House season three, which I wrote on, and Wrecked season two will probably both be coming out. That's Love it. Great. Watch, so those, watch shows. those shows. That See awesome. the confrontation and be like, I bet Sean wrote Sean that. Sean wrote that confrontation. Yeah, because no one else could do it. They're like, I'm too scared to write this scene. Can Sean do it? <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how people are, right? Uh, well, Sean, thanks so much for being thanks on the show. Thanks, guys. Oh, Love thanks for having a great laugh. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. I always, whenever I hear your theater, your laugh in the theater, uh, it's great. Well, thank you. Yes. I try very hard. Cool. Goodbye. Well, that was um that was eye opening. I it's so fun to imagine Sean as a kid like that. Getting so mad. Getting mad and Fired up. being outspoken. It it just makes me proud of him. I love the instinct too that it's like, well if I'm gonna protest, I gotta have a sign. Yeah. And it's gonna look good. There's gonna be glitter. Give me the markers. Yeah. Give me the markers now. <laughs> Not the cheap washable ones. Give me some Sharpies, Crayola. dude. Crayola. I need a thick tip. Cheap washable. <laughs> um, uh, I am trying to imagine a time where not confronting something that should be confronted is better. And I know we talked about choosing your battles. I think that's a good lesson of like, you can't confront everything. Right. But I want to be like, there are so many times where I don't say something and I was trying and to think of an example. Out. Yeah, that it was like, good thing I didn't say anything. I think it's just like, oh, well, that was easier. And then that friendship ended. But you feel worse. In the long I think run. In the long run. There's, there's, it is. And things don't resolve very, like, it's take forever to resolve that way or you end up having a really weird talk because no one wanted to confront something and it's always weird and it's always tough but when you do tell someone your honest feelings about something that is necessary again you don't have to be like we're not saying like go out there and just be honest to everybody Pretty all the sure time your butt stinks dan <laughs> that's my confrontation <laughs> Dan won't respond. I quit. He's so I quit. I'm done with you. And I'm divorcing you. Your butt stinks. Um, but I do think telling people things that they should hear and mm-hmm. that is helpful mm-hmm. is helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said it in the description. So why are we not doing it more I, when we have to? Yeah, we need to get the balls, guys. Ooh, it is hard. A lot no, of we these... don't need to get the balls. I don't want to make it a... Uh... 
the ovaries. Gender thing. The ovaries. No, neither. Wait, why? Because, like, come on. Let's be better than that. <laughs> uh, uh, Dan Savage often guts. says ovary up instead of uh, man up. All right, I'll get... Well, just because ovaries are strong and balls aren't. Anyway. Yeah, balls are cares? so weak and disgusting. They are. You can just kick them. Y- yeah. And, and they're they done. Hurt. Immediate, mine hurt sometimes when I, like, sit down. <laughs> Oh, oh, my balls. Well, all right. So I love you, Sean, because I think you uh, pointed something out to me today that was really important. It was. It was nice to hear all that. And I loved hearing all of his stories about confrontation. Yeah, and interesting I guess family I, life. I love you. I love Sean. you. It works, man. It works. It does work. Confrontation is important. And it doesn't have to be this angry fight that we always think it's going to be. Right. And I know it's hard to like, have overcome to hurt anyone's that feeling. feelings really hard. But just do it, guys. Be gentle about it, but do it. And also what you should do is give us five stars on iTunes. Stop putting it off. Just do it. Just give us the five stars. What's your problem? You're listening to the show. Hold on. I'm going to confront these people. You're listening to the show. All right, Dan. You're doing it in a way that's I'm like- nervous. <laughs> you're listening to the show. I am. You're listening to the show. Let me do this. You're listening to this. You could do it your way. I'll do it my way. You're listening to the show. You're having a good time. You know, Right? You're having fun. Yeah. We have fun on here. You like it. You 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 downloaded it or you're you're streaming it. it so up. why Wrap not up, why not give us five stars, huh? Would that be so hard? That's all I gotta say. Here's my confrontation. Guys, you listen to this show a lot, don't you? Just think about it for a second. You like this show, you want it to do well, you care about us as people. Leave a five star review. You don't even have to say much. You could say dilly dally dingy dangy. And that would be great. We encourage I think, you to say that. And we, yeah, we encourage you. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to ask you to do this. And, you know, it's not like it gets us money or anything. It doesn't get us anything except for, like, more people to listen to it. So that's all. So just do it. Dan. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, if you got questions or thoughts on conversations, littlepuppyquestions at gmail.com. Otherwise, you better get in bed right now. You better now. go night, night. You better go night, night. Go to bed. Good night. This is a podcast. That was a headgum podcast.